0: Well, we've been in a a series um, called Transformed into His Image, and, you know, we got into some things last week that I'm going to continue in tonight. It wasn't completely, you know, it's all a series, but there's some things specifically last week that we're going to continue on tonight. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 says, Now the Lord... "...is the, the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled faith, beholding or face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord." In the Amplified, it says, "...we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are progr- progressively being transformed into His image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And the message, says, so we are transfigured much like the Messiah, our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like Him. So you can see transformed, transformed uh, progressively, uh, one degree of glory to even more glory, gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as we're... uh, letting the Word of God uh, affect us. And as we flow with the Spirit of God, that we are changed. Notice it doesn't happen like that. Don't you wish everything just got corrected in a day in our lives? I, I mean, I do. But it says gradually, and that's the way we walk things out. That's the way we're transformed is gradual. That's the way everybody is. So we're not saying you should just wallow in things. We're de- you're not even talking about coming out of sin. If, there, if something is sin, we ought to stop it. We ought to believe God, trust God to help us. Don't just play with stuff. If you know it's wrong, get out of it. But, you know, then there's things that aren't exactly sin, but, you know, you, you want to come up. You can do things better. You want to shave things off that aren't, aren't uh, helping you. Well, um, be patient with yourself be patient with other people, but be patient with yourself. Um, thank God. He doesn't just tell us everything that we need to change now, you know, in one sitting because it would just overwhelm you or overwhelm me. Right. He's so gracious and so merciful to say, you work on this, change this, you get that, get that down, change that. He'll show you another thing, change that, work on this. And, uh, we're accountable for what we see. When you know something God's dealt with you and you see it in the Word, then, you know, then then do that. And with His strength and His grace, then you can change. You can do it, but just, it's gradual. So just take a deep breath and, and, uh, you know, quit being so hard on yourself. Amen. This is gradual. you'll get there, so you get there a lot faster if you go gradually than if you keep trying to make leaps, but don't go anywhere. Make a leap, but then in a few days regress, make a leap, a few days regress, make a leap, a few days regress, well, you're still here. Whereas if you just go, you know, however slow it is, you know, right now, as slow as my hand's moving, it's further than when it started. Even though this looks like it's faster, feels sometimes good, at the end of the day, it's not going anywhere. Well, I'm really going fast, but now I just, you know, or I went backwards, yeah. <laughs> and that's what our flesh wants to do. That I, you know, sometimes our flesh doesn't want constant, steady, just keep going. It wants get there tomorrow. Yeah, look and look how far I've gotten. Yeah, but can you hold it? Can you get there? Because if look at where you are now, but uh, can't do it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Now you're back, and that's discouraging. You do that so many times, that's going to, you, you can just say, forget it. Whereas if you just, just bite off something you can actually do, and you're, you know, sometimes it's like, ah, that's not big enough. But if you actually did it and held it, it's better than where you were. Yes. And then you got momentum. Yes. And you get momentum on your side. Now you can actually start taking some bigger bites and keep moving forward. This is the power of being faithful. You just keep on it. Keep on it. You'll get there. But when you go 100 miles an hour for three weeks and then stop for two months, you're not going anywhere. But if you just keep on keeping on, you're going to grow. You're going to be transformed. You're going to move forward. And that's part of growth. We're talking about being transformed into His image, and it is gradual. And part of that, what we talked about last week, and we're going to continue on la- today, tonight, is you being faithful, me being faithful in what we're supposed to do now, today. And if we'll do that, if we'll show up, if we'll keep going, you'll get stronger and stronger and further and be able to handle more, you know, three years from now than you can handle today. But, you, you know, it, it's it's sometimes a slow process, but if it's a constant process, you'll get there. I'll get there. God can work with that. You'll grow. I'll grow. And we said this earlier on in the, you know, the series, but it'll bear repeating. Sometimes it, you know, things that as you're changing, it's slow, it's slow enough that, that it feels like nothing's changing. Well, if you have children or you know somebody that has children, you know, if you have a, a nephew or a niece and you haven't seen them for a while, you, you know, if you're living with them in the house day by day, it doesn't look like anything's changing. But if you haven't seen a child for two, three, four months, depending on the stage of life they're in, you look at them and say, whoa, wait, you, you look like, a, you've grown. Wow, you're getting big, right? You, but, but their parents, you look at them every day, you can't see that change. Not every day, but it's happening. Well, us just going on with God, showing up, moving forward, uh, we, can, we can come up and um, we got to give, give Him the opportunity to help us though. And that means being faithful where we're at. Let's look at Matthew 25, verse 14. Again, we, we read this last time. We're going to start there. Matthew 25, verse 14 says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according uh, to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them, and he made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two more, or two gained two more also, and but he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five more talent or five other talents, saying, Lord, you have delivered to me five talents, look I have gained five more talents besides them. over many things, enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, "'Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you had not sown, and gathering where you had not scattered seed, and I was afraid, and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours.' But his Lord answered and said to him, "'You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seed.' So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from uh, him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. Praise God. Now, if you look at... um, I oh, will go ahead and verse 30 says, and cast the, cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. If you look back at um, verse 21, so the, the one with five talents comes and he has five more. And his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. Good and faithful. So he did something with what he had. It says, you were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. See, that's growth. You started with a few, but you were faithful. Now I'm going to make you ruler over more. And then the one that had two talents in verse 23, he said the exact same thing. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. So he said the same thing to the one that had two, the same thing to the one that, as he did to the one that had five. It wasn't how much they were given. It's what they did with what they had. Mm-hmm. And so they got they, they grew by being faithful where they're at. I, uh, they were faithful to do something with it. So they grew and were able to do more. And that's how it works. Where you're at with what you have, you, you're faithful. You show up. You do Something with it and you're able to get more. Now the one that the guy the guy that had one, he didn't do anything with what he had. So he's in the same place as where he started. Why? He didn't do anything with it. Because evidently he's scared. He thinks, you know, he's saying the his Lord is a he's a hard man and I'm just not gonna do anything with it. Well, he didn't get anywhere. He didn't grow. And if we're like, well, it's just so hard, I just, God demands so much, so it's too much to do, so I, I, it's overwhelming, so I'm just going to sit here. Where, where are we going to be in a year then? Mm-hmm. Same place. Well, God, I mean, it's, I, I want to do so much for the kingdom of God, and you have so many things that you think you want to do, but it's too much, so I can't, I can't decide what to get started on, so I don't get started on anything. So where am I in a year? Same place. What if I So see it's I but you don't understand I have I, I want to do all these big and great things. So I'm just going to take some time just to think about it. Well, there's nothing wrong with planning and thinking about it. But there's also a time to start doing something. Well, I can't just do that small thing, that small thing, that small thing. I got to do the big thing, and then a year later, no, not even a small thing's been done. What if we just did the small thing, small thing? What? There's momentum. Small thing, small thing, small thing. You start getting, you get going. Now you can get somewhere. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. What is that? Zechariah, what? 410? I don't know. I can't quote that. I have a clock with it on it. What, 2 4? It's in Zechariah, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. You don't have to look it up. You can do that. Despise, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Get going with what you have. Uh, let's look at Luke 16.10. It says, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. He who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. He who is faithful in what is small and least will also be faithful in much. In other words, what you're doing now with what you have is what you're going to do when you have more. If you're waiting to get more before we start being faithful, we we won't get there. We need to be faithful where we're at. Proverbs 20, verse 6 says, Most men will proclaim each his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? In other words, talk is cheap. We can talk about it or we can do. But I want you to notice that the faithfulness, when it's taught, this parable and then these other verses, faithfulness in the kingdom of God is a big deal. In the kingdom of God, faithfulness is a key attribute. In certain, you know, you think of certain sports or. Uh, jobs, positions, there are specific attributes that are key. You know, you, you need certain attributes if you're going to play certain positions in certain sports. You know, uh, as as good as Messi is playing soccer on the field or football, you know, not American football, you know, the rest of the world calls it football, we call it soccer, but <laughs> soccer... As good as he is, he's not a good goalie. Yes. Uh-huh. he's not tall. he doesn't have the jump reach, but he can put the ball in the back of the net on goalies but he doesn't have he doesn't have the physical stature to be a goalie. You guys know what I'm talking about The goalie you may not know soccer goalie is the guy that's blocking the ball, and they generally are taller and they have to be able to jump they have to be able to cover a 24 foot span 8 foot tall and get to the ball quickly there's certain things that are going to help you if you're a goalie you know basketball players generally are tall individuals sure there's a few that are small sometimes that have tremendous remember Spud Webb anybody remember Spud Webb back you know little 5-8 dude could jump won the i think he won the dunk contest one year i mean tiny guy but generally speaking, if you're going to be good at basketball or really, you know, depending on what position you play and especially, you know, uh, if, if you're going to play um, with the big guys, you, you need to have some height. Okay, there's different positions that you don't need as much, but that is a key attribute. If you're, if you're going to play football, depending on what position, you know, generally quarterbacks have to have a certain amount of height just to see over everybody. But you got people that are on the line, you got to center, they're going to be very big. And as fast as some of the other guys are, they don't make it well on positions that they're not going to play center. They're going to get pulverized. And those big guys are not going to be sprinting down the, the, the side of the field, catching a ball. They try. You guys, remember the refrigerator, again, 80s. Refrigerator Perry, you remember that touchdown? The Chicago Bears. But generally, that's not the dude you want carrying the ball. In the kingdom of God, faithfulness is a key attribute for you to grow and to be promoted. You know, there's certain um, professions where, you know, if you're a salesperson you need to be able to talk to people. Yes, true. You know, if you're going to be an engineer, you better have some kind of comprehension and some uh, affinity for detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A surgeon. You don't want dude that <coughs> is, you know, shooting from the hip, <laughs> working on your heart. At the same time, you don't got, you know, a guy that might have all the details and whatever that's out trying to break the ice with a bunch of people that doesn't know there's attributes that, that work well. Well, we see that all in the natural. And so then sometimes we see all certain abilities that we see that, that different things need, different positions, different sports. And sometimes we carry that over and go and say, well, God needs... This, this ability, and couldn't he do a lot with that? In the kingdom of God, faithfulness is a much bigger attribute than any of those other things. You being faithful to what God told you to do is more important than the ability you have. Because you're dealing with the Lord, and you're dealing... So the God that knows everything, created everything, has... Can can help you in whatever you need help with, but if he's asking you to do something, you being faithful that faithful to that is more important than what you bring to the table. He already knows what you bring to the table. And if you or me, if a person isn't faithful, if they don't, if they're not in their place then they can't be used. Doesn't matter how good you are if you're not where you're supposed to be. I mean, you can see it easily in sports. If you drop a play and someone, some, somebody's supposed to be in a certain place at a certain time to receive the ball or whatever, to, to receive a pass and dish it, if they're not there, it doesn't matter how much ability they have because they, they're not there to execute. And in the kingdom of God, if God asks you to do something, you sticking to it and being faithful is going to be key for you to get to the next place in your life, because he, He's already figured all that out. I mean, He already knows it, has ordained it. And if He asks you to do something, the the one of the biggest things we can do is be faithful to what He told us to do, regardless of any other thing, regardless of how we feel about it. See, that's the thing. We'll... With the kingdom of God, it's different than worldly things. You'll get promoted based in the world based on your abilities, but you'll get promoted and grow in the kingdom of God partly based on your faithfulness. You being where God, if He asks you to do something, regardless of what you think about it, you could think, I'm not good at that. But then may part of it is you got to bow your knee to the Lord so that you are doing what he told you to do so that you can get to the next, not, not so that you can get to the next stage, but it enables you to grow and get, grow up in what he has for you. But sometimes he's asking us to do something and we don't see exactly where that, why, why in our understanding we should do something. And so if we treat it lightly, well, I I mean, you know, if if it were bigger, I, I would be there. I would I would give it my all, but this isn't really anything, so you treat it lightly. Well, that's that's uh, the same way we're going to treat something bigger. But if if it's the Lord asking, there is no small thing. And if we're just faithful to do what we're called to do where we're at, then we're going to be able to grow in what He has for us, grow grow spiritually, You're going to be put in positions where you're going to have the opportunity to grow up, and you're going to be able to handle more just by staying the course. Us showing up regardless of anything else and being faithful to do what God has called us to do is going to enable growth in our lives. It's going to enable us to move forward. Luke nine fifty seven. it says, Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, Follow me. And he said, Let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and preach the kingdom of God. Another said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, no one having uh, put his hand to the plow uh, and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. But Jesus told him, anyone who lets him be dis- himself be distracted from the work I planned for him is not fit for the kingdom of God. So you stay with what, Jesus is saying, these other things may seem important, but you stay with what I told you to do. You put your hand into your the plow and you stay there. You don't move from that. Because there will always be something else. We said this last week, there will always be something else vying for your attention and resources. Always. There will always be a temptation to do something other than what God has told us to do. At any given stage, there's always going to be a pull to do something else. Pastor Sam uh, Smucker, uh, who is our regional director in um, our, our RMAI, which is RAMA Ministerial Association International, he's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania over the Northeast region, um, he grew up Amish and um, pastored a church for, got born again when he was 26, went to Rhema, came back and pastored that church for 40 years. And, you know, of course, he's been, um, he oversees num, um, not only our region, but ministerial network that they have, and they have missionaries in 100 countries. And and at when he was um, getting done with 40 years at the church and in that transition, at one regional retreat, he shared, um, he was just sharing from his heart on a few things, and he mentioned this. He's talking about faithfulness and showing up, and he gave this example, or it wasn't really a long example, but he just gave this uh, illustration of what faithfulness looks like, and he said, you know, when you're driving to the church, you know, as a pastor, And you're getting close and the church is right there and you want to turn this way. (laughs) Because you don't want to go. And you go anyway. Mm -hmm. Or there's something that you're dealing with and you just, you'd rather, I don't want to deal with this anymore and I just want to go home. But you go. He said, that's faithfulness. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me. Because there's times in everybody's lives, doesn't matter what your vocation is, where you just rather not do it today right? I'd rather not do what I know I need to do today. I'd rather just take a break today or for the next three weeks. But you showing up and you pushing through gives God the ability to work in your life. And sometimes when we don't feel like we can show up is when we just need to to trust God and say, God, I don't feel like this at all. Because that happens to everybody. There's nobody exempt from that. Is what we do with it. So we don't. Even if we don't feel like it, we decide, God, I I'm I don't feel like this. I don't feel like I have the strength for it. I don't even really want to do this today. But I'm gonna do it nevertheless, at your word. I'm showing up. You give God the avenue for the supernatural strength to help you. And when you see that happen over and over, it gives you confidence in God helping you. It gives you confidence in God coming through because you No, you may not feel like it, but you know how God came through for you and you had the strength to do it anyway. And then you begin to realize that it's not all about you and your ability or how much uh, you bring to the table. It's about you doing what he told you to do and that he always shows up. And if you just stay with him, his grace is always sufficient. Always. Always. And he will keep you... He, he'll sustain you if you trust Him, but see, there's going to be that trust point where you don't think you can do it, but what, what what is going to keep you on target? Being faithful. If He told you to do it, then you do it. Not in your own strength, but in His strength, where well, that leads to growth. Because what you thought maybe you couldn't do, you decided at his words you're going to do, and then you saw that his strength was there, well, now you're at a different place than you were before. Now you're in a position where maybe you could help somebody else. Now you're in a position where you could help your future self. Because you come up against the same thing, and whereas before you're like, well, I don't know if I can do this. But in the first time, you decided, I'm just going to do it because God told me and you saw him come through, but now it happens again. You, you can tell, you know, your past self can be like telling you're, you're not your future or your present self. Well, remember how you felt then? That's the way you felt now. And if God helps you before, he'll help you now. So you just make the right turn anyway, and God comes through again. Well, now you have even more momentum. Now you're getting, you're, you're, you're turning in, you're, you're moving in the right direction, looking more and more like Jesus in these things. This is the same in every area. Whereas if we'll just be faithful and faithful and show up and keep doing with what we have, where we're at and being constant, we give him access to help us, which gets us further. And then we, we learn things that we wouldn't have learned if we had cut and run. Because there are some things you can only learn by staying in a place through hard times. Yeah, yeah. That you can only learn by staying in a place for a certain period of time. If you don't move forward in, in an area, you may have been in the position longer, but you're not actually learning anything. Yeah. Because you're not taking the initiative to be be in a place where you're growing through stuff. If you cut and run when things get difficult, then you're not going to be strong enough to push through and to, to to get more responsibility and to grow in God. Yeah, you have one talent and then one talent and then one talent and then one talent because I don't want to take the risk or this is too hard. Instead of I'm not moving. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'm I'm seeing this through. I'm not going to back off. I'm showing up anyway. Well, it doesn't look like there's any point. What's the point of doing that? The point is God asked me to do it, and His Word says to do it, or whatever. If it's if it's specific directions, or you know, in the in the Word, or it's something that He's led you to by his Spirit that lines up with the Word for your life, and He know that you He told you to do this. But when the going gets tough, there's always a push. But when we push through, though, there's a push that's going to try to take you out. But when you press through that, it opens the door to growth and strength and more ability. And that faithfulness will get you through places. See, God knows what's on the other side. If God asked you to do something or he told you something in the word, he knows the path he has for you. But the only way to fully get into those things is to be faithful through whatever. Because it's easy, so many people, they, 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 they start strong, but they blow up in the middle or finish very weak. And so that, that doesn't get you to the place you need to be. You're not going to grow like you ought to, to grow. So many people get sidetracked and don't get to where God wants them to be. What And so what we said is faithfulness is the, attrib- the key attribute in the kingdom of God because God needs you to be faithful with what he told you to do. If you're faithful with that, you qualify yourself for the next thing. It's not about your ability. It's about you showing up so that he can do what he needs to in you to get you ready for the next thing. Doesn't matter how much ability you have if you're not there. Doesn't matter how much ability you have if the pressure gets to you and you check out. It doesn't matter how much ability you have if when the pressure comes, you decide to fall into this thing that you know you shouldn't do. So you just showing up is, is greater than the amount of talent or ability you have. God can get you what you need, but He can't force you to show up and to be faithful. Should say He won't. He could, but He won't. He gave us a free will. So that's the part that we have to do. God can multiply the abilities given you. He can send people into your life that that mentor you or help you and get you next place, but He can't deal with your heart. We have to deal with our heart. So if we're going to grow, that's part that He gave to us. And sometimes we're just sitting there waiting like, God, do this, God, do this. You Basically make it easier for me to stay and then I'll do it. That's not how it works. You just determine in your heart you're going to do it anyway, and then the grace is there to do what he already told you to do because if he told you to do it, it's not changing. And it looks different for everybody where they're at. It, don't, it doesn't make any sense to look at somebody else like, well, if I could do that, that'd be easy. You have no idea what that person has dealt with in their past and where they're doing that. The, what God has, if it's God having them do it, you just stay out of it and it's, it's a different path. What we need to worry about, not worry, but you know, be concerned about is what's in front of us and what is God have it to, what is he wanting us to do because that path is going to grow us up. It's not somebody else's path, it's our path. Yeah. And He's asked us to do that, so what else can you do but what he, what he told you to do? And you being faithful to that, me being faithful to that, is going to cause us to grow up into to being more and more like Him. And sometimes it seems like people will want to... well. There's something in front of you to do. You know it's the Lord, but you know I'd rather go over here and just get more information or, or just study some other part of the word. It's easier to do that than just to do what he told you to do, because this is how you're going to grow. This other thing may look like growth. And if you told somebody, you know, you're supposed to be doing X, but instead you're reading 30 chapters a day of the Bible and you tell somebody, they think, well, you must be really growing. Not if God asked you to do this other thing. Not saying reading the Bible is wrong, but if God asks you to do this thing and you supplement or, or of substitute something else, That's good. Oh, wow. yeah. one of my friends said it this way. I heard him say it um, this way. He said, you can't substitute intensity for consistency. You can't substitute intensity for consistency. Being constant, in other words, you you exercising a certain amount every day for three months will produce results that you exercising four hours a day for several days is not going to produce. Us. Refraining from eating certain things over a period of time or many months will produce better results than us fasting straight for two days, yeah. even if the calories were the same. Yeah. So you can't, you can't make intensity, can't produce what consistency will produce. What you just being constant, well, what is constant? It's faithful. Yes. You just showing up. You just showing up and doing it to the best of your ability. You come and you do it. And it doesn't matter what you feel like, Well, I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it the way God's asked me to do it. And I'm going to come. Well, you're growing. You're growing through things and changing in things where now you've got a track record where you just going like gangbusters for two days and then collapsing for a week. That just doesn't, that's not going to produce the same. Even if the time you've spent is the same you spreading it over and doing it. See, when you spread it over and you do it consistently over a period of time, you're going to hit all kinds of emotions. You're going to get all kinds of weather conditions. You're going to hit all kinds of pressures and everything. And you doing it through all that time is going to cause you to growth and be grow, growing and get stronger and being qualified for you to do more. Faithfulness will cause us to grow. Amen. God is, God is faithful. God is faithful. God doesn't ever change. He never changes. Never. Never change. Never, never. He never. There's never a day where you or I wake up and God is different. He's always the same. Well, that's when we're being consistent, when we're going and doing what He told us to do consistently, being the saint, we're being like Him. He can work with that. He can work with you. He can work with me when we yield to Him and we're just faithful. Faithful person with less stability that's in their place is better than, a, than somebody that has tons of ability but isn't there. I can't do anything with the person that's not there. God, God can't do anything with the person that's not there, but you give him somebody that just says, well, I may not be the, you know, all that somebody else is, but I'm here. Yes. Here am I, Lord. Yes. Use me. God said, deal. Let's go. Yes. Now here's what you need to do. Because he can help you get, he can add what he needs to to you. He's not impressed with what the world's impressed with. Mm -hmm. Amen.